1: Hey, what's up, students? Happy Monday. Hope you're doing good. And uh, man, praying for you as you get, uh, for many of you, get your second week of school started. Praying for you today. And uh, man, excited to see what the Lord's going to do in your life this school year. Uh, But today we're walking through 1 Chronicles chapter 20. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, this is a straight up um, very convicting passage for me. So just a reminder, we talked about two weeks or two days ago, I think it was in chapter 18, where, man, really the book of Chronicles only only paints David in a positive light, right? And now we know from first and second Samuel that David had some issues too, particularly his sin with Bathsheba, um, some issues with his family. I mean, David uh, was a great king in a lot of ways, but he also had some issues, but the book of Chronicles doesn't really point that out. And it's not trying to hide those because the author knows you can just go read it, but but it's got a bigger picture in mind where it's pointing us towards um, really what the true messianic king in Jesus is going to look like like and what we should be hoping for. But but the reason I say that is this is really interesting because listen to what First Chronicles chapter 20 says. In the spring of the year, the time when the kings go out to battle, Joab led out the army and ravaged the country of Ammonites and came and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. So Justin, why is that a big deal? Let me go back real quick. I wasn't going to do this, but let me go back and read um, Second Samuel chapter 11. Look at this. Um, This says, and this, by the way, is the chapter where uh, David commits his adultery with Bathsheba, right? This crazy, massive fall of David, this moral failure. Listen to how that chapter starts. In the spring of the year, when David, it's spring of the year, in the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with him and all of Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained at Jerusalem. So then in 2 Samuel chapter 11, it goes on to talk about how David failed at home, right? He commits adultery with Bathsheba. It is not good. It's ugly. It leads to a ton of chaos, right? But but that chapter is the same thing that's happening here in chapter 20. Yet here we get a picture of how successful Joab was as he was out um, capturing Rabbah. And so hey, here's what's crazy to me, right? And this is the um, frankly just super convicting part and the super challenging part for me is this. While David is being immortal at home, his army is still being successful abroad. Right? so think about that. While David is being immoral here in his life and being unfaithful to what God has for him, he's he's still experiencing success in other ways. Um, I'll never forget one time I was listening to a pastor who was preaching on the book of Judges and he was talking about Samson. And Samson is a guy who is disobeying the covenant that he entered into with God, the Nazarite vow. He's disobeying it, yet God is still using Samson to accomplish His will and His purposes. And, and basically, how he said it was this: is just because because you're seeing success in your life does not mean you are right with God. Oftentimes, we view um, success in life as kind of a sign of whether we're right with God or not, right? So if we're uh, being successful, then, oh, that means I must be good with God. And if we're not seeing success, then, uh, that must mean that we're bad with God. But not always does it happen that way, right? So sometimes we can experience difficult things, and yet we are right where God wants us to be, right? Think about uh, the apostle Paul and all the hardship that he faced. And yet here, David, it is experiencing success abroad but but at home he's being immoral in his relationships and and i think it's just a reminder for me a, a convincing reminder and a, a convicting reminder for me man I, I want to constantly be checking evaluating my heart being in the word of god allowing the word of god to speak into my heart and life to make sure man am i really walking with jesus am i fearing god am i loving my wife am i you know pointing people to him the way that his word caused me to be and not using outside factors to determine the success of my walk with Jesus at that given time. I hope that makes sense and I hope that challenges you the way it challenges me because here we see David is at home. He's doing something that is not supposed to be doing, but yet his his army is still having success out there. That God is still able to use his army to accomplish his purposes even when David is committing this egregious sin. And man, man, it just reminds me, just challenges me that, man, I want to be a man of God who, no, no matter if I'm experiencing success in life or failure in life, well, no matter if I'm anywhere in between, that I'm constantly reevaluating my walk with Jesus, sh- shining a light by using God's word on my life to see, um, man, man, where do I need to repent? Where do I need to follow Jesus more closely? Um, because not all, not all the time does outward success determine uh, how I'm walking with the Lord. And so I feel like my words got a little jumbled there. I hope they didn't. Um, but as always, man, I think this is a good Good chance to remind you, as always, if you ever hear an episode and you're like, hey, I want to I wanna talk more about that, I promise you, um, we are open to that discussion and we want to talk about what this means for your life and my life. And so uh, message us, DM us on the Points Instagram page. If you got my number, text me, email me if you want to be old school and retro like that. Do that, but we'd love to talk with you more. Uh, but man, let's be constantly evaluating ourselves, constantly look at it, man. How is my life with Jesus uh, looking internally and, and look at it from that? perspective, allowing the Word of God to shine a light on our lives in that way. Hope that makes sense. And uh, man, I love you. Can't wait to see you this Wednesday as we're continuing to walk through Mark. It's going to be an awesome night. And uh, man, bring someone with you. Don't come alone. I love you. And we'll see you soon.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15.